0: Okay folks, before you skip ahead, check this out. You can now subscribe to our Patreon page for free. Now to be clear, if you follow our Patreon for free, you're not gonna get any of the bonus content like the Shadow Docket or the After Party, but you're definitely gonna get email alerts when there's a new free episode, and you'll be able to comment under those episodes. But if you'd like to follow along with our daily coverage, it's better to just subscribe for $5 a month on our Patreon page. You're going to get access to the exclusive Shadow Docket shows twice per week, featuring uncensored commercial free talk about everything that didn't fit into the free show. Plus, you're going to get access to the Patreon app and the chat room, and you'll be supporting this fully independent podcast as we guide you through the chaos of our politics. So get going. Again, that's bobsuscashow.com or patreon.com slash Bob And now we'll let the cartoons begin. <laughs> The Bob Seska Show
1: Bob Seska Not great, Bob The Bob Seska Show
0: from our nation's capital it is wednesday november 15 2023 and this is bob seska interview on the sexy liberal podcast network hi i'm bob hello bob hi day 1029 of the biden harris administration 355 days until the 24 presidential election you can find me on threads and instagram the bob seska is my handle twitter bob seska underscore go. spottable bob seska and our patreon page is bob Seskashow.com all right it's cliff Schechter day again on the podcast the last one of 2023 by the way. And it was a pretty serious one. Obviously, we talked about Republican Fight Club and Congress yesterday and what that means. But we also talked a lot about Trump's fascist plans for his possible second non-consecutive term as president, including what that means for those of us who've been outspoken against Trump in public forums like social media, et cetera. So stick around for this one, Cliff was in rare form today. Oh, and by the way, don't forget to subscribe to his YouTube channel, link in the description under this episode at bobseska.com and show.com Okay, meantime, don't forget to support this podcast by subscribing to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash bobseskashow. All right, so this is me talking with Cliff Wayne Schechter. More
1: fun! More oh, music, the Bob Seska Show!
0: I need to get caught up on my uh, courtroom sketches because I want to print those and have a whole gallery yeah. of Trump courtroom sketches because they're oh brilliant. God, awesome. I just, yeah. The artistry in capturing the, <laughs> just the rank awfulness of these people. It's so reflected in the artwork, just how necrotic their souls are. Nice yeah.
4: use of necrotic. I mean, they are. Yeah, Soulless is too easy a way of putting it. Yeah. Um, I, I I think that they're sort of, they're like out of um, World War Z. They're sort of walking husks. I don't <laughs> think that they're, there's anything but an intention to do evil and harm. Yeah, I might yeah. even go further to Last of Us. I think I think that they're. I think they're spreading via freaking cordyceps as
0: far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You know what? That might be the issue with the Republicans in Congress right now. Jim Comer and Mark Wayne Mullen and all those guys. We were talking about this before the show, though, but why did Republicans decide to all of a sudden throw down yesterday? Why do you think?
4: (laughs) You mean Mark Wayne, Jimmy John's, Billy Bob Thornton, (laughs) Mullen?
0: Um, Yes. You know, from now on, for the rest of the show, let's refer to each other. With a variation of Mark Wayne Mullen, so you're going to be Cliff okay. Wayne and I'll be Bob Wayne.
4: Okay, that works. Well, <laughs> okay, Cliff Bob Wayne. Wayne uh, I'd like to tell you a few things about this. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't understand how anybody was elected named Mark Wayne. Let's begin with, right? Because yeah. there's got to be something. No, I'm kidding. It's Oklahoma. Sorry, folks. I know there's Oklahoma fans here. I make fun of Ohio all the time. We're all good, but you know, it's it, these things always seem to happen like they seem like they gradually go forward. This is the same way, you know, it's always the the frog boiling in the pot metaphor that's used. It's the same thing, you know, with with any kind of fascistic behavior. Yeah. And you don't notice it, you don't notice it. There probably were other smaller things. I mean, look, we've seen some of the, the verbal vitriol that's mm-hmm. come from Republicans. I mean, just, I don't know if it was last night or this morning, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, standing up and insulting the um, representative DeLauro for being 80 years old and saying, well, maybe you don't remember this because you're 80 years old. Yeah. I mean, what an unbelievably dickish thing to, you know, and DeLauro was awesome. She's like, so we already passed the CR here. So maybe you don't understand that. And she said, she's like, well, maybe the gentle lady needs a lesson in civics. Just because we passed it here doesn't mean the Senate has passed it. Mm-hmm. And the way it works is the House has to pass it, the Senate has to pass it, and the president has to sign it. These are things Marjorie Taylor Greene does not know. Yeah. and But the fact is that she chose to go after her on her age and insult her, the, the the verbal vitriol, even between them, right? Marjorie Taylor Greene is referring to Lauren Boebert as a whore, you know, and things like that. I mean, they've gotten to a point where they're, they're, they're you know, and I'm trying to think of new ways to say this because we've discussed this, that they've gotten the people who have now arrived they 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 shared conspiracies uh, via their distribution systems, Fox News, Rush, you know, and even their candidates shared it. The ones that knew better, as we know, to pander. Shut up, Siri. That wasn't sexist, by the way, folks. <laughs> um, and they they didn't say to, to to they said it to pander to win elections, mm-hmm. right? The problem is is that you can only cater to that base for so long and you know, share conspiracies with them and fr- get them frothing at the mouth before they themselves decide to run for office. Yeah. And when they do, you've now surrounded them with zombies just like themselves. So eventually, and, and that is kind of what we're seeing the results of now, you know, you and I could sit here all day long, criticize. And I certainly could, you know, Mitt Romney, Adam Kinzinger, people of that nature, who I think were wrong about, 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 Ninety percent of things politically, mm-hmm. but I wasn't scared that Mitt Romney was going to stand up in the ha- and, and during a Senate hearing and challenge someone to a fight. Yeah, yeah, and, and try to you know I w- I've, I've never I've never thought that that Adam Kinzinger would stand up and attack Rosa DeLauro by her age or you know like Comer did start some screaming match like that off the mic because he knows he's been caught. Because he's trying to to yet spin yet another lie and conspiracy about the Bidens, just because a brother loaned a brother two hundred thousand dollars. Which mm-hmm. I don't have a brother, but I assume like if you have that kind of money, whether it's three thousand dollars, three hundred dollars, three hundred thousand, depending upon your income bracket, people, family members lend each other money. And they're trying to turn this into some big conspiracy. Well, it turns out Comer did the same thing and he can't stand it that he got busted. Yep. That he did the exact same thing. So he screams and yells and thinks he's going to intimidate. Yeah. In fact, there were
0: multiple land swaps that Comer and his brother were engaged in. So it's not just one exchange of $200,000, you know, reimbursing someone for a loan. There was an entire series of things that Comer and his brother were up to. Yep. So, yeah, he's exactly. He's such
4: a slimy little, like, character out of, like, a, you know, some old movie, that, you know, some the, the, the Southern P.I., you know, who's mm. who's dirty and corrupt. And, I mean, I just, the whole group of them, they repulse me in such a visceral way.
1: Yeah, yeah. That
4: they're so utterly bereft of morality, of of. Even the slightest respect for our country or our constitution, mm-hmm. they're selfish little pygmies, you know, And everything they're in is for themselves. <laughs> give me more. Give me more. Yeah. Give me give me more PPP loans. I won't pay back. Give me. You know, I mean, they're just the scummiest. And that's who's in, again, say what we want about the Romneys and the Kinzinger's or whatever. They were a stabilizing force. Mm-hmm. The Jeff Flakes. And I again, I will criticize all of these folks for not having enough courage to stand up, except for Mitt Romney during the first impeachment. And I will encourage them many times for not speaking up strongly enough and stopping their party along the way, because there were off ramps along the way and they took none of them. They pandered and said, but at least these guys were stabilizing forces. So the whole place wasn't going to become what it is now.
0: I mean, isn't this an extension of the eliminationist rhetoric that we've been seeing for so many decades coming from the Republican Party? This idea that has now come to complete fruition under Donald Trump that, uh, you have to be strong in all matters. You have to be the bully in every single negotiation.
4: Strong in all matters. The guy who can't walk up a flight of stairs. Yeah, but exactly right.
0: Matters. But everything is very, all very strong. All matters but the physical. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> everything he describes, he he describes as having some form of strength. And of course, we all know that Donald Trump is the world's most powerful bully. And so it only it makes sense that the, the next same step- same
4: character his entire life. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing about him I mean, I think I've mentioned this before. You know, my mom went to the school he went to in Queens, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was a couple years ahead, but she was there. They, people knew Donald Trump, the you know, the rich son of, of, you know, the real estate developer. And he got kicked out. Yeah. You know, shocker. He got kicked out of school and had to go to military school because mm-hmm. he was an asshole. Then he's an asshole. I mean, he's never changed. Yeah. I mean, again, like I remember joking sometimes about about the character George Costanza on Seinfeld. Yeah. And my theory always was that they tried to combine every bad male quality into one character. Right? Like avarice, sloppiness, selfishness, deceit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Deceit. And you know, and and like it's like the deadly seven deadly sins plus breaking the ten commandments plus <laughs> whatever your formula is. And like that's who Donald Trump is in human form or yeah. human esque form right he, he, he there's nothing redeeming about him and so you're right but the problem is is that the virus has gone airborne and cultures change you know and, and i hate this uh, I, I wish i you know, sometimes like i wish i could not know these i wish i could have the blue pill <laughs> um yeah i, know I wish mean. i didn't know these things mm-hmm. but i was a historian and i've studied and i know what happened in rome and i know what's happening in some of these and and it's when the culture gets to a point where they are overstretched financially because there's such corruption at the top. Mm -hmm. And the original culture that created that, which was a respect for the public square, the common good, um, that that democracy was the defining factor. None of these things exist in the Republican Party
0: anymore at all.
4: It's all gone. And it started 20, 30 years ago when they embraced, you know, the radical agendas of certain groups like the, the, the anti-abortion nuts, the NRA, certain groups that put their, the one issue they were obsessed about over the common good of this country. But now it's everything.
0: Yeah. And the thing I worry about, Cliff, going back to what you were saying about being an historian and, you know, having the knowledge of where something like this could go. And one of the first things I thought of yesterday when this news dropped of all these different fracases in Congress was, of course, the story that precedes the Civil War of Senator Charles Sumner being. Yeah. It got the crap beaten out of him on the Senate floor by uh, Preston Brooks. Five years later, Civil War 650,000 to a million Americans killed in the process. And that's what concerns me is I I feel as though uh, and, and this is kind of a position we're both in where we kind of know where something like this could end up. And we're just hoping cooler heads prevail. Right. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. I mean, it has to it has to work out that way. Otherwise, this leads to nothing but disaster. You start with the rhetoric. You start with the fascist tendencies. Then you move on to violence in Congress and which we already saw in 2020, to be honest. But this is a congressperson you know, against congressperson right
4: they modeled that behavior for their followers so such yeah. that i mean we had those kinds of marches in near violence mm-hmm. um during the civil war Yeah, we also we had that kind of the same thing people often forget they think civil war and now and they forget the mass unrest and you know and and what was going on in the 1930s mm-hmm. i'm not talking about germany but here after uh, you know in the 1920s, late 20s 30s after you know the fall the, the the stock market crashes you've got the bonus army these army veterans have been paid March on Washington DC the Ku Klux Klan which was a huge group marches on Washington DC you know that if we didn't have FDR at that time it was FDR forcing through by any means necessary his economic policies even taking on the Supreme Court yeah and World War II that got us out of what I would call the second period where we were deteriorating as a democracy yeah, yeah. and if you believe you know if, uh, was he a colonel back then or whatever smedley butler there was a plot to assassinate franklin roosevelt and there have been books mm-hmm. written on it and whatever that some of the industrials were getting together they weren't liking the taxes and the regulation i mean we've you know we've 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 been there in these periods before and we've either had the right people in charge Um, Or we've had people who have taken, who had the courage certainly to do what had to be done. And sometimes that was stepping beyond even, quite frankly, what was lawful.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
4: know, I mean, Lincoln, Lincoln removing habeas corpus because it was, it's not constitutional. I wouldn't justify it. But it might have been necessary at that time.
0: Yeah, well, know? I mean, the Constitution allowed it during a time of rebellion. So he did have that bit of wiggle room as far as what he could get away yep. with at that point in time. Very different now. Very different no. in any situation other than when there is a civil war. So I give him a little right. wiggle room on that.
4: The we're- problem is is this radicalization. There's, n- there's no off switch that I see. Mm-hmm. The off switches in the past were wars— or huge sort of changes in, in our culture. Um, it's amazing to say that in a period of time when African-Americans were being suppressed in the South, their vote, and women had just gotten the vote and often couldn't, that they're, that they're actually, the will of the people may have been more respected overall because yeah. FDR obviously won those elections with huge majorities. Mm-hmm. So such big majorities, that the, the Republicans could not do anything to stop him, but, but now they didn't have Fox News and and talk radio. They didn't have propaganda lying to people about basic facts on the ground. Yep. They didn't have you know the the, the sort of the situation where the, these folks were radicalized to a point where it, it, they're being told these lies and they're ready to go out and and and, and fight over them like so and and so. And that they see Democrats, and this is what you're talking about with the language used, that Democrats aren't seen as subhuman. Yeah. So they were open to voting for Democrats or even progressives from the then progressive party and breaking away from Republicans. And, you know, we were able to get the change that we needed legislatively. The problem now is, you know, I mean, look at the, the success of what Joe Biden has passed. It's incredible it yeah. is, it actually is the 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 covid bill mm-hmm. it got shots and arms and got you know the, the the and the child tax credit and all of that um getting the the uh inflation reduction act out there yep. biggest investments in preventing climate change and, and renegotiating you know, you can now negotiate the price of prescription drugs helping seniors immensely and you know i mean obviously there's 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 numerous other the infrastructure bill huge i mean what he's done is 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 historical in comparison you you really fdr and lbj to find someone who's done as much but but the the, but people are getting the right-wing version of it which is lying they're getting the new york times version of it which is hey i don't know what's going on everybody seems like they're the same (laughs) and what that what that's leading to is people don't get you know so the culture isn't changing in a way where people are uniting Behind our current leader, granted he doesn't have the rhetoric and the abilities of FDR, I'm not, so there's some of that too. But I, but you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it took it took the, the, the to go back to the Civil War period, and I know that you're a Civil War buff, so I know. I mean, it took the elimination of traitors from the Senate, and it took a Reconstruction which we ended way too soon, and other things. To just destroy Southern racist authoritarian culture so that we could remake all of America in the image of what it was supposed to be.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, and don't get me wrong, far from perfect. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And they pushed back and it, I, it took another hundred years for for black Americans to have anything close to equal rights. Yeah. And women. Could, so don't get me wrong, but at least push us back on a path that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is this time unless yeah. there is a war. Mm-hmm. I don't know what gets us to to that because we've done. He Biden's done all of this stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what shakes these people out of this uh, brainwashing that they've succumbed to over years and years and years of Fox News and AM talk radio, Trump politics and all the rest of it because, and this is something I I keep going over and over on my podcast, which is that we can't continue to function as a democracy when whatever it is, 45% of the voting population is so utterly snowed and out to lunch and completely suckered by this very well-known and obvious con man. How do you continue to function when every election could mean democracy goes away? And, And so, that is an untenable place for us to be in as a democracy, where fascism is just around the corner at all times, and 45 percent of the voting population, whether they realize it or not, want that outcome. It's and, and, infuriating and insane.
4: The worst part for me, honestly, I mean, just a slight, you, mostly what you said, but a slight alteration, which yeah. is you, you look at sort of, you know, you look at at fascism these kinds of authoritarian movements in sort of democratic republics in the past you often will find sadly um it's very easy for them to get between a quarter and a third of the Mm -hmm. population behind them that's without fox news without whatever just the worst part to me is is that other 10 to 15 percent and that is the and because that other 10 to 15 percent is exactly the byproduct of their right wing noise system, because what they do is, and you may know some of these people, I know some of them um, who know better. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the the adults and I'm not talking about the ones that are, you know, wearing their Trump flags on their cars that are just out, you know, they would, if they weren't in, in, a, in a Trump cult, They'd be in whatever cult Ginny Thomas was in thirty years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or or some other, you know, they'd be they'd be in that one in San Diego chopping their nuts off or uh, sorry. Um, remember the one that they had to, they had to castrate themselves? And, uh, oh yeah, yeah. They made fun of it on Saturday Night Live because they thought they were gonna end up on a spaceship and they, they did a they did a segment on Saturday Night Live like, We're here, we're on the spaceship. <laughs> You were so. right. You were wrong. Of course, that castrating <laughs> thing, that. we totally got that wrong. Unnecessary.
0: <laughs> I I that. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. It was um, amazing. But, yeah, one but, of the things but, but, I, wa- I wanted to mention to you, Cliff, is this whole uh, invoking of the word vermin. As a man of Jewish heritage, I mean, what was your reaction to Trump using that word on top of his other fascist plans?
4: So I just want to say quickly, the other thing before that, that my concern is the 10 to 12 percent that they're able to reach because we allow them to, because we have Mm -hmm. allowed what I call First Amendment extremism. We think that the Internet is no different than somebody standing on the corner screaming something we've completely not risen to the occasion the way Germany has and the United Kingdom and other democracies that ban certain things because they realize they're dangerous to democracy and don't just say any speech, hate speech or whatever is totally fine. And what what these guys do is they they take people that otherwise are are intelligent people and they make them, all they do is destroy Biden and destroy the Democrats. And if they can make that so that both are just as bad, they're not in the Trump cult, but they either react by saying, I'm not going to vote, or I'm going to vote for Trump as the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. That's that's the part that worries me. That other 33% is always there. Yeah. But to, to get to get back to your question, um, well, look, <laughs> hasn't been a great month for the Jews. We'll start with that. <laughs> um, six weeks. Yeah, um, I yeah. You know, I don't want to go into all of it. I've never felt anything in my lifetime like I've felt in this country since October 7th. Yeah. Um, the masks have come off. And I don't care, you know, what you think. Um, folks can th- can think different things and think Israel has not taken any precautions when it comes to killing civilians and should take more. Um, I think they should take more precautions. They can think that Bibi Netanyahu is a war criminal. Agreed. I think he should be in prison. Um, but a lot of the stuff going on out there ain't about that, man. It's people who who've, the guy who was at the pro-Israel march yesterday who started hiling Hitler in front of people. Yeah. he he didn't say a thing about Mm -hmm. palestinians or anything um it's 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 allowed people to take their worst their masks off and be their worst selves and if you study history again you've seen it Mm -hmm. you know if you've seen this stuff in history when these times pop up and so just to completely take this out of the context of what's going on in the middle east already anti-semitism jews amount to 2.6% 2.6% of the U.S. population, we are now, at least as of a week ago, we were 60-plus percent of the hate crimes. Mm-hmm. So think about those numbers for a second. Um, Trump, of course, as he does with everything else, always makes it worse. Yeah. you know. I, so I explained this in a video I did on Trump, the vermin thing. The way that Nazis dehumanized Jews was by calling them rats. If you can find a disgusting, despicable creature to people, something that makes them feel gross right mm-hmm. away and equate whoever it is to that you can get them to see them as below human yeah and i mean i'm sure they use the word vermin at times too but there was a being videos where jews were turning to rats and you know lily reifenstahl yeah whose name i may be mispronouncing and i don't care Yeah, no, that's i think that's right trouble. yeah i do have a cat causing trouble back here. <laughs>
0: so that's cool, he's, he's cute um
4: <laughs> um or lending a right install. In any case,
0: well, you know, actually, the whatever you would call it, slang variation of Democratic Party that Republicans like to use, where they say Democrat Party, that yep. intentionally it's is about it's because it
4: ends with "rat."
0: Exactly right. That's it's, it's the same idea, isn't it?
4: It is. They've been. That's the thing. This is people act like Trump. Basically, it's as if you know you had a group of people that were were kind of moving closer and closer and closer to so let's say you're you're in a trench somewhere and the, the military's getting closer and closer and closer and then and, and and you're and you're allowing them to and then suddenly there's the guy that yells charge and takes him the final 10 feet I mean Trump yeah. you know kicked the door open made it that much worse but they've been getting there mm-hmm. the blood libel about abortion and anybody who doesn't connect that uh doesn't know their history the Middle Ages it would be hey a christian kid died in my in our town the jews did it and there'd be a pogrom they'd go break windows and and destroy their shops kill a few jews the well ran out of water but there was always this this prominent uh conspiracy theory about jews drinking the blood of christian babies and anybody who doesn't think that that's part of what they tied in with abortion so when ted cruz and you know these other and these other people would stand up there and say That there's a you know abortions performed at the ninth month or after kids are born they are playing into one of the worst blood libels against jews besides saying. i mean so they're turning democrats into what they used to turn jews into vicious murderers of babies Mm -hmm. and so they've done that for a long time you're absolutely right but but the vermin thing still even further than his you know when he ran was it 2016 or 20 i've lost track where he'd say hit that guy, throw him out, you know, when somebody would be causing trouble at one of his, causing trouble at one of his- Yeah, you know, knock his the rallies.
0: crap out of him. Yeah, I'll one, cover the, the bills. Yeah, right.
4: Right, at one of his Reichstag rallies, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, but the vermin thing is, is a step further. I yeah. mean, so because again, rats was there, but but y, you know, you don't even need to look that far back. Mm. You can go back to 95, I want to say, and if I'm getting it wrong, I apologize. There's a plane crash, you know, in, in Rwanda- and the Hutu leader dies, who's on that plane, and quickly via talk radio, shocker, mm-hmm. it spreads, the Hutu talkers on talk radio, that the Tutsis, who are the other, a slightly different race, who had intermixed with the French there, but are still black, they're lighter skinned, are the ones who caused it. Hmm. And they always resented them because, it, you know, the Tutsis they saw as more elite, it lines up with Jews nicely. Um, and... And so their thing became, how many Tutsi cockroaches have you killed today? And they would go on the radio and they would equate Tutsis with cockroaches. And how many of you stamped out today? How many of you killed? And I don't even know if at this point in time we have an accurate number. That was one of the fastest, most horrific genocides. I think within six months, less maybe, they had murdered 800,000 people, maybe more, maybe over a million once. I mean, I don't know that... Cockroaches, vermin, rats, when you're comparing human beings to to this, you are dehumanizing them, and what you are doing is you are making it very, very easy for people to murder them.
0: Okay, quick break, back with more Cliff Wayne Schechter right after these
3: words. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out, unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business
0: You know what? Do you ever consider this, Cliff, knowing what could be ahead if Donald Trump ends up somehow winning this next election? Do you ever think about what you and your family will do? I mean, I think about that myself and just the very fact that Donald Trump wants to start rounding up his enemies, uh, uh, yeah. arresting his enemies, black bagging his enemies, I- invoking the Insurrection Act in order to do that uh, during civil demonstrations and so forth. Do you ever think about like God? Are we somehow on that list? Even if you take Trump out of the equation, he's got all these militias too, who will do anything That's that he the wants thing. them it's, to it's do. It's
4: the people below, right? It's yeah. the it's the the Eichmanns and the Himmlers. Yeah. Does Trump per se know who you or I are? Are we Rachel Maddow? No. No. <laughs>
0: what he will do, no. No.
4: But what he will do is we we have enough of followings. We make enough noise. He will have people that yeah. will go down through those lists and I would be willing to guarantee you, you and I will make those lists. Mm. And then the only question will be to what level are they willing to go?
1: Yeah. And
4: so, of course, I've thought about it. I mean, I've, I've, I wouldn't would be lying to you if I said that I haven't reached out a few places and, and even, you know, thought about putting in, you know, I haven't yet, but some plans into place for us to get the hell out of here if that's what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not so much as it's not about escaping policy or being disgruntled because the other side won an election. This this is about (laughs) self-preservation. This is about staying out of a Guantanamo-style situation, which I can't believe we're sitting here having a serious conversation about this. I can't believe it's been allowed to get to this point. But these are the very real stakes of our election, aren't they?
4: They are. And 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 if you see the vitriol that I throw at the New York Times, why I absolutely fucking hate them. Mm -hmm. This is why. Yeah, honestly, and I and I, I just I won't hide it anymore because what they're doing is it, it's be, it, it's betrayal.
1: Yeah, is it what is. it is. Yeah, yeah.
4: I, and I and I think it's I would honestly come close to calling it treason. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a we have a constitution, we have the United States, and by the way, if anybody's thinking I'm telling you know encouraging violence against the New York Times, I am not. So please don't.
0: Oh, of course not. So,
4: I just want to make sure because you know these things get lost in in whatever and I'm using harsh language I am mm-hmm. um, I know some of these people I went to school with some of them yep I don't care this is my family mm-hmm. this is about my family and this is about my country and they are betraying us yeah because they and they're the worst it's not to say others aren't too but I can't tell you you know I can you've lived in other other sort of smaller. I'm trying to remember where you lived in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Reading,
0: Pennsylvania. Yeah.
4: Reading, Pennsylvania. So I don't know. You know, I, I assume it happened with the newspaper in Reading the way it does. I live in Cincinnati. Yep. If the New York Times says something, I cannot tell you how influential that is all around the country because they're seen that way. So to the Cincinnati papers, it must be true and it gets picked up. Yeah. So they're not just doing the damage of everybody reading the New York Times. When they do that stuff, they are giving a, a, a signal to the rest of the newspapers in Baton Rouge and Cincinnati and Spokane Mm -hmm. and, you know, Pensacola and all over the country to to say what they what they're saying, which no big deal. Trump took it in a different direction on Veterans Day. I think that was yeah. actually their headline. Unbelievable. Took it in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. Took it in a different direction. Yeah, I mean, they did. They did so, change that
0: headline after people started screaming at them on social media, deservingly so. Uh, but it but still that wasn't was as,
4: as it still wasn't what it should have. It was much yeah. better after that. Mm-hmm. Not what it should have been. There were a few, the Boston Globe and others, <laughs> that had it right. Yeah, they got it right the first time, and I appreciate that. I really do. I think some of the media is waking up. I like do.
0: The thing about the New York Times that I don't understand, Cliff, is this is no longer about partisan hyperbole, but we have actual uh, strategies and acting on those strategies coming from Trump and his henchmen. And Project 2025 is a great example of that, where even that, I mean, there's a website. It's well enumerated what they plan to do. And the thing about that is the thing about Project 2025 is, they're already starting to execute the plan. They're already yep. interviewing. They're doing a gigantic cattle call.
4: That. I had that in my video the other day too. They're, yeah. they're putting together their yeah, they're putting together their their shock troops. They're yeah. putting together their their team so that this time they won't have to worry about again those that are too conservative and whose policies I don't like. But those Mitt Romney types who were the only ones there to put on the brakes,
1: mm-hmm.
4: the you know General Milley. Right. And again, yeah. you don't have to love all these people. I'm not saying, oh, my God, they're awesome. But, they, you know, they are people, someone like Millie or what was a McMaster, you know, or uh, wasn't I, I'm losing my mind. But yeah, was, the one that was at national security. Right. And, yeah, yeah. And good old. I remember his nickname. Mad Dog there. What's his face? Mad Dog matters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not great. Don't love them. But they did put the brakes on some of, uh, of the things. He's making sure none of those people are there this time to nope. do that.
0: Nope. And it's not um, even just political appointees. I mean, they're looking to replace fifty-two thousand government workers. These are yeah. lifetime employees of the federal government. They're not political appointees. They're in no way connected to any president or any party. They're the just party. working. A, yeah, they're just working up That's the what GS Stalin did, By the way, yeah, if yeah.
4: anybody's looking for other historical
0: analogies.
4: It's you fill every one of those Those posts, everyone, you may think it doesn't do very much, doesn't matter. Every one of those low to mid-level posts, you fill with your henchmen and henchwomen.
0: Right. And Um, part of that, I think, is in addition to making sure Donald Trump can stay in office beyond what his next term is. We can talk about that in a second. But this is also about the Trump kleptocracy seizing the Vladimir Putin strategy for leadership, where it's not just controlling a nation. It's about pilfering oh, every yeah. cent that he can get his hands on. And Donald Trump obviously wants in on that. He was doing it in his first four years. He'll continue yeah, on he and on. With.
4: Hey, the, yeah. the Secret Service. I know it's way out of the way, but you're going to stay at my golf course in, in Scotland on the way back from from Thailand. because. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, we normally charge, you know, 500 a night, you're being charged 5,000. You know, I mean, that, that, that's the thing. I mean, and and that's what gets me about all this is that, and and again, I will say I do have some hope and I like to offer it where I can, because this is obviously a pretty serious and not the most uplifting conversation, (laughs) but I did see as much as the New York times sucked, Mm -hmm. a number of other newspapers, big ones. I, 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 I want to say The Washington Post, but I'm not sure. I'm, I'm tempted to say they got it right and put what Trump said on there. Um, echo. Somebody had a headline. Trump echoes Nazi rhetoric. And and I feel like it was The Washington Post, the Boston Globe. There are a bunch of others in major cities. that got it right. Yeah. That's what we need. But The New York Times is so important here. Mm-hmm. What I would tell everybody is don't call you know, don't call them names, although I do sometimes, but I don't know if that's helpful. Um, but I would tell you, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Instagram, you're anywhere where they are, you have a voice. Yeah. Criticize them constantly. You know, accuse them, not uh, when I accuse sounds like such a bad word, but accuse them of what they're actually doing. Yeah. Of of abrogating our constitution, of mm-hmm. throwing away our 200 plus year republic. All right. Well, have, do it constantly wherever mm-hmm. they are, wherever their reporters show up. Not violently, not whatever, but do it in writing. Do it in if you have to stand up when one of them shows up at the 92nd Street. Why and say it? Do it because yeah. now is the time. And and I mean again, yeah. Look, that's the the scary thing here is is uh, you know again, I haven't gotten anywhere seriously towards it, but I will tell you that if we we're six months from now, and I realistically think that Trump has a chance at winning, you know, I will. I'll. I I know the countries already. A few countries where if if you have the funds to make an invest investment in that, you know, when you move, which really is buying a nice house, will let you move there and get citizenship. Mm -hmm. And how can I not take that seriously? Yeah. When, When I, you know, when my, when I, when I'm Jewish and my kids are half Jewish and we're, I'm an outspoken liberal who's on, who, who, you know, has gone on national tv and gone on the highest rated and best you know you, you uh, podcast in the world bob Seska's. and <laughs> and by no, the way using
0: using your real name that's something that we can't downplay correct. at all because the name, fact of the matter face,
4: is they know who we are yeah. there's no getting around that
0: yeah exactly right yeah i'll go back to uh, what i was saying about trump not wanting to leave office because he actually said it he said it this past weekend in that interview with mm-hmm. univision he said if i happen to be president and i see somebody who's doing well and beating me very badly. I'm going to arrest that guy. (laughs) That's I mean, he said it on television. He said it in an interview. There's video.
4: It's the same time as Jenna Ellis reported how Dan Scavino, his little henchman, who was, I guess, that got a nice promotion from head of social media to deputy chief of staff in the Trump White House. Uh, said that basically explained to her, like, we're just not going to leave. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, I don't think that's how it works. And he's like, we don't care.
0: No, they don't care. And he also insists that he deserves a do-over of his first term. I keep talking about this, but he's mentioned it in almost every rally that he's done, that because of the Russia investigation during his first term, he feels as though he's entitled to another first term, which means at the very least, he's going to look, if he wins, He's going to look at that term as being his first term, which means that he gets to run again. And in the process of running again, he'll arrest his opponents. It doesn't really
4: matter. I mean, you know, he'll he'll find a justification no matter what. Yeah. His goal is to be a a fascist dictator is to Mm -hmm. get into power and never leave. It is to punish his enemies. It is to enrich himself in as corrupt a way as possible. And in the end, he will do all of that uh, if he wins. Right. So, you know, he may say, oh, well, the first term, it doesn't really matter. He will have a pretext because he always has a pretext. It could be, you know, like their pretext for how there must have been voter fraud because the ghost of Hugo Chavez in Venezuela somehow had control of the machines mm-hmm. that they were using and and chain and flip the numbers. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that even makes the slightest bit of sense. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Um, But again, the, my hope is if we keep on this path, you, me, everyone listening, many you know everyone out there's got a voice and and stays on our media I do think they will get better um I think I think they're beginning to see it How, and, you know and I don't see what you know anybody at any newspaper in New York Times the ones I know there decent number of them are Jewish yeah a lot, a lot of them are Ivy League educated um you know guess guess what guys he's called you enemies of the people Mm-hmm. You ever see the movie Killing Fields? Yeah. You know, the the media didn't do too well on the under the Khmer Rouge. I, I don't yep. know what you think happens under authoritarians, but I would talk to any New York Times reporter listening to this or any other reporter. Do you care about your family? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you've ever even written the slightest critical thing of him, even if you start kissing his ass to save your family, he'll find that thing from 2014. Yeah. And guess guess you'll you'll be sharing a caval car with me. If you so if you don't think so. You're fooling yourself.
0: Yeah, but gas is $3, Cliff. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, in all seriousness, how do we convince people that voting for Trump because of inflation is the world's shittiest idea? How do we thread Revolution that It just needle? went
4: down to, like, its lowest level, right? It just dropped, like, what, yeah. it dropped 3.2% or whatever? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's not even a legit reason anyhow. Mm-hmm. But how we, we do it is is by continually—he gives us the ammo— we have to continually use it to point out again and again and again and again how insane he is. We need to connect his party to him, which isn't very hard with Mike Johnson there. Yeah. In a manner of speaking, they did us a favor. Power sharing would have been better for our democracy to get stuff passed. But that guy, in some ways, is perfect to have right there. Connect him to them so that we can take the House back, too um and and point all these out point every nutty thing when he says vermin Repeat it a thousand times and make sure it's out there because I do think we can influence the media and we can get them to cover this man because they will start to fear him as he gets more unhinged and and even if they're selfish assholes which it seems many of them are they don't
0: want to end up in his camps. No, no, absolutely not. And, you know, I said on uh, Stephanie Miller's show this morning that and I kind of made a mistake. I said, you know, the last two Republican presidents have presided over deep recessions. And so we finished the segment and I went back to doing what I was doing and I looked it up and I was like, oh, that's right. There was a recession during George H.W. Bush. So that's three. And then I looked back even further Reagan. and I realized, you know what? Every Republican president since Taft, including Taft, has presided over a recession during their presidency. That's an incredible thing, given the fact that voters are going to go into a voting booth next year and possibly vote for Donald Trump because there's three dollar gas. It is an again, this astonishing. Is the media not telling, this is yeah. the
4: media not educating people. And again, it's Democrats, our party, who gets gets better all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm in love with, and I don't mean this in like a love, want to marry, because I'm very happy with my wife, with Jasmine Crockett, Mm -hmm. who just every day is just, you know, she is the rep from Texas, who is just ripping the living shit out of them. Eric Swalwell, Dan Goldman. um, I mean, there's a lot of them now. It's culture changes when, you know, in both good and bad ways, when a few people stand up. And just the way Trump showed you could do this, and Republicans were like, oh, I can be my worst self. Mm-hmm. A few Democrats showed you can talk back to Republicans. You can tell them to shut the fuck up. You can tell them they're liars. You can point out they're yeah. liars. And that's why you get a scene like Moskowitz the other day yelling at Comer and not giving in. Five years ago, that doesn't happen. A Democrat probably mm-hmm. just meekly is quiet. But we're getting there to where yeah. Democrats, and, and that's going to be very important during this campaign that we point out loudly our representatives, people like you and me, everyone, how awful Trump has, how awful his house is, the plans they actually have that will harm everyday people, the fascist plans they will have that will destroy our country, and why we need a complete house cleaning, no pun intended, to destroy them in this election such that we can get something like what FDR got yeah. and, and, and be in a position to pass. Because again, you don't even need what FDR got. Mm-hmm. The best news for us is Joe Manchin leaving. Because as I've said to people who didn't understand this, the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, like the Democratic Congressional Campaign Campaign Committee, they're part of their bylaws, their rules are they must defend incumbents first. Mm -hmm. We would have dropped two or three million dollars into West Virginia for this jackass who's not even with us all the time. And he would have gotten destroyed. He barely hung on last time. And it's even gotten Trumpier that state since. And he is a billionaire incumbent governor running against him. He's going. He would. He's. He would lose. He would get crushed. Mm-hmm. Now we can take that three million dollars and we can put it into Tester and Sherrod Brown and Tammy Baldwin and, and Jackie Rosen in Nevada and these people in swing seats and hold them. But we can uh, Ruben Gallego instead of Kirsten Cinema, right? Yeah. In that three-way race. But we can also go on offense because if we have the kind of year we should have based on running on democracy, abortion rights, and some of these things. Ted Cruz and Rick Scott, who are easily two of the biggest assholes to ever walk this earth, whose own parties (laughs) even hate them. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mitch McConnell was getting in shouting matches with Rick Scott in the hallway. Ted Cruz gets like two endorsements from other senators when he runs for president. The people that know him best, you know, you know, Ted Cruz in a more Republican state back then beat Beto by two and a half points. Rick Scott, most people don't even know this, has never won an election by more than one point two percent. Never. Uh, he's won three elections, yeah. and two of them have been under half a point, and he spends billions. Well, that's not true. He's, he's a billionaire, but he spends millions, tens of millions, to do this. Those two assholes are beatable. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's better to spend the money in those two states. Maybe even Josh Hawley's beatable. Uh, Kunz is running a great race in Missouri, and Missouri is red, but it's not like, you know, it's not, it's not Idaho red. Yeah. It's better to spend money in some of those opportunities and to protect our people when we have a 51 member majority right now, because, frankly, if we just held the 50 we have and 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 let Manchin go and flipped Ruben Gallego for Kirsten Cinema, we would have our 50 plus one if we reelect Biden and, and Kamala Harris to mm-hmm. change the rules and pass. Everything to get rid of the filibuster yeah. and and codify choice, pass background checks on the assault weapons, ban pass all sorts of climate change legislation, equal rights, you know, uh, in in the workplace for for gay for the LGBTQ community. I mean, so much stuff that we haven't been able to do yeah. because of them. So I mean, this is doable. We just need to do it.
0: So you're feeling pretty good about the balance of power in Congress after the next election, huh?
4: I'm feeling very good again yeah. but i can only i can only analyze what's democratic yeah yeah you know if merrick garland wimps out and lets some of these people get away with stealing seats in congressional seats in certain states and puts us at a bigger disadvantage i can't you know that gets tougher if if in Texas they, they find a way, if Colin Allred should beat Ted Cruz, but they find a way to steal a number of his votes and the Supreme court lets them get away with it. I mean, that's my only concern. I mean, if I knew that these things were going to be conducted fully dem- and please folks, that's not a reason to not turn out. That's all the more reason you have to,
1: mm-hmm. because
4: the bigger the vote margin, the more impossible it is for them to cheat.
0: Since, so, you, since you are Mr. Ohio. What the hell are the Ohio Republicans up to with issue one? Is that anything to be nervous about or is that going to just crash and burn?
4: I mean, there's always reason to be nervous because, again, these are people that don't they have shown they don't believe in democracy. Yeah, they were ordered seven times by the Supreme Court here to change the maps uh, to make them fair maps in 2022. And what they did is they slow walked it so they'd make it a little better. Mm -hmm. And then they and then the the court would, would treat them like they were normal people instead of saying, throwing them in prison for not following for contempt of court yeah. and then they get a little better. So we, we should have picked up three seats at least maybe mm-hmm. four. And we ended up picking up one. Yeah. Was it improved? Sure. But these guys proved they could slow walk things to run out the clock. Yeah, I think in this case, I'm, I'm not hugely concerned. I don't think they're going to have the ability. I mean, I certainly don't think, I mean, again, it's a coup, yeah. level with anything trump did if they pass some law saying that the courts have no purview over this and our supreme court that now has a one vote republican majority accepts that mm-hmm. i would prepare honestly and i'm not in, 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 i'm not saying this should happen i would prepare for unrest in this state wow i would think women will 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 go out and if they do i will join them I I would think there could be a general strike. I mean, I think they know what they're dealing with here. This wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah. Okay? This was a 14-point or so victory. They got their asses handed to them. It's not... So I think they're they're mostly threatening for their base so that they they gin up the loons and keep them happy. Mm -hmm. And I think they're going to try to shave around the edges of this thing so that they'll say, Oh, well, there has to be, you know... It has to be it has to be at 20 weeks instead of 23 weeks or it has to be I'm not saying that's good. Yeah, I'm saying I think that that's the most they'll try to do and and they'll probably make it worse than it should be. But I think generally we will be a pro choice state.
0: This all, I think the through line of almost everything we've been talking about, Cliff, is the consequence of the Republican Party becoming increasingly marginalized. This minority rule kind of scenario that we're faced with right now, and Republicans constantly trying to overcome that. So, for example, with issue one, they very clearly lost on that constitutional amendment. But yes. they're using their power in the state legislature to be able to meddle with that and overrule the majority of the people in the state of Ohio. But that's the same strategy that the Republicans all across the country are using, right, to just to, well, look, to be able I mean, to bolster are, they, their they, power. They,
4: if they thought they could do it, and apparently some Republicans refused to their credit, yeah. they were going to uh impeach the new judge in wisconsin so that they could so that that we wouldn't have a majority there to make wisconsin a pro-choice state which we voted to do by a similar Mm. margin to to the the one here 12 points 13 points something like that Mm -hmm. um that's something else they did they cheated when it came to north carolina in 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 how they they ignore the previous court and they they pushed seats that are utterly ludicrous and of course the court now, they they took over, sadly, the North Carolina and Ohio courts in the last election. So North Carolina court isn't going to be able to do anything about it. I mean, they, they don't believe in democracy. I'm not sure what it will take for our media to fully understand that. Yeah. You are not dealing with a democratic entity anymore. That's right. They don't believe in it. They, their belief is they've come to believe their own rhetoric, as you pointed out earlier, Democrat, that we are below them. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're subhuman, and our votes don't count as mm-hmm. much as theirs do. If they believe something, it's the majority. It must be. Yeah, I mean, Papa Billy John, you know, Mark Wayne Mullen, the third, you know, uh, Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> uh, sorry, I go on forever. Has said it's true. He's going to get up and fight you in the middle. By the way, I love that Teamster guy. He's like. Bring it the fuck on. He looks <laughs> yeah, awesome. He's like, that's right. His head shaved. Mm-hmm. I mean he's ready to he I, I, I put my money on that guy kicking Mark Wayne Mullen's ass. But
1: yeah. I yeah.
4: digress. <laughs> if it were to ever happen, which I don't advocate, mm. but you know, Mark Wayne's got a lot of uh, overcompensation problems when you look at the box he has to stand on <laughs> i would say so and and the mm. number of guns he has to show you in his pictures and i mean if the man doesn't have the smallest dick since uh, creation <laughs> i'm not sure who does
0: yeah yeah well mm. where he so, lacks in dick he makes up for in extra names right so yes.
4: just <laughs> i think he's added a name for every inch of dick he doesn't have <laughs>
0: Um, Oh, by the way, speaking of the... Before you kick me off,
4: you go ahead. There's something else we got
0: to talk about. Well, I was just going to say, before we wrap up, speaking of lack of penis, did you see Bill Maher talking to Ted Cruz the other night? He actually said, Bill Maher said this to Ted Cruz, talk about a fall from grace. He said, I feel really bad about the jokes I did about you. And then he later said, I never saw this side of you. (laughs) And... just what, does this, he want to fuck him? I, I mean, like, what? God, I I think so. That was like, what side of
4: him? He's the most. I mean, <laughs> literally, every person from the guy's roommate Craig Mazin, who's put together some of these great, you know, produced these great films, yeah. who stuck with him freshman year and scarred by it, to the people that served with him in the Senate, to even George W. Bush, who called him an asshole, and he worked on George getting George W. Bush elected as a young lawyer in 2000. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes Ted Cruz. No, nope. It's like Jim Jordan. There's a few people among them that everybody fucking hates yeah I'm not, I mean there are people there whose politics suck but other people really like them because they're they're genial people when you meet them and then there's Cruz and there's Hawley and there's Jim Jordan and people that just everybody mm-hmm. who comes across them cannot stand them yeah but Bill Maher loves this guy yeah I, I mean I couldn't even believe it when I saw I didn't even look at it that Bill Maher talked to him it's like what is wrong with you <laughs> you know I have my own critiques of, of of some of the things the far left has done I have my own issues you you know we're one of the first uh, I don't even know what we would call them anymore but when Greg Glenn Greenwald was far left to step up on your show when a lot of other people wouldn't and take him on yeah. I think our bona fides are fine mm-hmm. um but but Bill Maher has reacted to this small faction on the far left while looking at this dangerous large faction on the far right and said to himself, I want to, I think the far left is more dangerous. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with him, but
0: yeah, he, you know, he's Bill Maher's pissed off that his audience has the same free speech rights as he does. He just, he can't comprehend that idea that, Oh yeah, he's allowed to say whatever he wants to say, but guess what else? His audience is allowed to say whatever they want to say, too. And if they don't like
4: too, when they don't laugh at his jokes. Yeah. Like like when he's done that.
0: Yeah, exactly. When they when he says the N word on his show and people push back against that, he's like, well, no, you don't get free speech rights to push back. I'm the only one who gets free speech rights. And that allows me to blurt the N word on my show if I want to. But you don't get to say that you hate it when I say the N word. That's where this is the origin of everything that's going on with Bill Maher. On top of the fact that he's still trying to remain relevant, and there's that struggle there. He's an
4: insecure little prick. I mean, honestly, if we're being honest, look, I knew somebody who worked on that show. Mm. Was friends with a couple different comedians back in New York when I when I was growing up there. One of whom you may know. Are you a horror film fan? A little bit, yeah. Eli Roth, who went on oh, yeah, to I know do hostile yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. So Eli, I, it, it, my close friend was his brother Adam, but I knew Eli. Eli, I hung, I hung out with them, whatever. Eli actually was Jew Bear in uh, Inglorious Bastards too. He's the one who carried the bat. oh right, yes, I remember. Um, but but he he mostly hasn't acted. He's done you know the hostile movies and Cabin Fever and some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I knew part of that crew. I knew one person who worked on Bill Maher's show when he was still in New York before he moved it out to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, And that person said he just was the most awful person to work for. Insecure, angry, nasty. I just think he's always been a loudish person. Yeah, yeah. And it just now has, has also infected his politics, his personal animosity and jealousies and other things that have always been there I mean I think it always infected his politics to a certain degree mm. that he when he was right about something even if it was something that you agreed with him on climate change or religion you know but he was a hundred percent right and you were completely wrong right yeah 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 um but, and now of course it's about the wrong stuff but mm. the one thing I wanted to say before you kick me off um <laughs> which you should uh, <laughs> is we, we didn't get to the Tim Burchett you know, we're talking about all the fights in Congress. The the, the Kevin McCarthy walking oh, by merch and yellowing yeah. him in the frickin' ribs. I didn't whatever. think
0: Kevin McCarthy had it in him. But I guess it was a sucker what? punch, so that kind of makes sense. He's kind of a coward. Yeah,
4: yeah, I think he has that in him. He has the cowardly, I'll hit you from behind and <laughs> run with my security. Yeah,
0: when you're facing yeah. you the other way, I'm going to jab you in the kidneys like a coward. Yeah. But it's
4: important to mention that, too. I mean, there were three near or full altercations oh yeah you know in in congress yesterday Mm -hmm. and that was the third one
0: that was all about vermin that was about changing the subject from vermin to look at the republicans are throwing down in congress today
4: that's what you think yeah maybe interesting
0: yeah like well let's change the news cycle we don't like this news cycle where republicans equal hitler so, therefore, we're going to start fighting people in Congress, or at least threatening to fight people.
4: Republicans, Republicans, you know, flinging poo like a bunch of monkeys <laughs> in a melee yeah. among themselves mm-hmm. is preferable, yes. just to give you all an idea of where the Republican Party is, <laughs> to the new cycle they were in.
0: That's right. That's right. That's how far they've collapsed. It's unbelievable.
4: I'm not going to say that I... Disagree with that. McCarthy's may have been, yeah, because of that. I don't think I don't think Mark Wayne Billy Bob was because of that. I think he's just insane.
0: Yeah, I think he yeah. just
4: he and that guy the teepsters have gone at it before there. And what they can't stand is they're used to bullying people and insulting people. When they call them in as witnesses, and they cannot stand when somebody answers them back, mm-hmm. I, I would love the day they called me in and talked to me that way.
0: Yeah, right. Right. By the
4: stuff I would say to them, I would say everything <laughs> I ever thought about anyone.
0: About I can't even imagine you know, because I, I
4: can't imagine these people yeah. who sit there and let these pieces of shit talk down to them. That's right. You know, uh, yeah. and so he doesn't. I can't mm. think of his name. This guy, the, the, the head—I guess he's the head of the Teamsters or whatever. Good for him. Yeah. He won't take his crap, and, Martin, and 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 the dude cannot stand it. Yeah. So, so you know, he, that's where that came
0: from. Yeah, the Teamsters guy would have destroyed Mark Wayne Mullen easily. But yeah. I think that no, was no. a
4: natural occurrence. And yeah. I think the comer Moskowitz thing was a natural occurrence because Comer went off Mike to just start yelling. And I think Comer couldn't, you know, is feeling up against the wall because he's like, I brought something up and now I'm guilty of the same thing and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for it. But but I, I, I do like your theory on the Birchett, uh McCarthy thing, because McCarthy's always I mean, if he's not licking Trump's shoes to clean them off, you know, what else is he doing in life? So I could absolutely see where he's like, what will change the news cycle for my good friend, Mr. Vermin Hitler? Oh, (laughs) let's let's do that.
0: (laughs) Right. You know, this is the first time I think we've known each other for maybe 15 years, maybe more than 15 years going back to the Huffington Post days. This is the first time we've ever had a conversation face to face. And we're, doing, we're recording video for everyone listening to the audio version of the show. We're recording video on this conversation. And I think this is the first time we've ever looked at each other Isn't that crazy? when we're talking. Isn't that crazy? we have never
4: met you in person before. That's
0: right. That's right. Because you
4: were, by the time, you know, I I had moved away from the East Coast when you were in Pennsylvania and you yeah. were far enough away from D.C. that it was tough to plan. And then you were out West for a while. That's right. And I was I in never...
0: Far West, Hawaii. Right. I was well, in Hawaii. Hawaii.
4: I never made it to, which I yeah. still need to. In San Fran, I feel like I was out there once. I think that was when you were still, I went out there to, for business, but you were still living in Hawaii. Yeah. But now you've been back in DC and then you moved back to DC, of course, in the COVID era mm-hmm. where clients of mine, people don't even want to, they're like, why should we pay for you to come to DC? We've discovered this thing called Zoom. Yeah. So like, I don't get brought to DC, but you know what? Damn it. Um <laughs> We're gonna see. We're gonna to get together in person. Yeah, it has to happen.
0: Oh my god, you have no idea. It's it's way past due for some you sort of You and meet Kimberly,
4: up. so you two guys can tower over me, make me look like Ben <laughs> Shapiro. <laughs>
0: oh man, well, great talk. Hey, uh, what's happening? What's the latest with your video channel on YouTube? Plug away, Cliff Wayne Oops. Mullen. Yeah.
4: Oh wait, they can't see me point at them because you know, uh, it, it, we actually huge benchmark. We we passed thirty thousand. And, uh, subscribers last week hey, so all excited right. as hell we're at 30,100 and something or else um, we've got some Some of the videos are doing great so it's just all you gotta do youtube.com and it's just at C. Schecter. Perfect. I'll say it again at C. Schecter C for Cliff Schecter you know not the way the people that didn't drop the second H on the boat. Look my name up. You'll get it right. You'll find me. And please, seriously, please come subscribe. We're having a ball. Yeah. We're having a blast over there. We're doing kind of what I would say what I do here with Bob. Today was a more serious conversation, but we got some jokes in, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the, the the view of the podcast, which is, Have some fun while also, you know, changing minds and making sure people understand the seriousness of what's going out there. Exactly right. We try to do both. So
0: I have a link in the description under this episode at bobseska.com. Just click on the link for uh, the episode dated 11-15-23. Scroll down and you'll find links for Cliff's things right there. So thanks so much, my friend. It was a great talk.
4: Absolutely. I'm going to go uh, punch birchit in the ribs. I'll talk to you after <laughs> that next time, all right?
0: Yeah, you bet. We'll see you next time, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Okay, bye-bye.
4: We've
1: known each other since I don't know when. Good times and bad. We've always been friends. But you won't listen to me when I say You better slow down. Start changing your ways. How can you be so blind? that you you got no one to blame but yourself You know it's a sin